Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Go. Let's look at the show. <laughs> Crack that whip. Uh, little known fact about the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. One of the times that I knew that I had met my match uh, in the early days of the Colleen and Bradley show is that we started to talk about. Uh, you and I, Bradley, started to mm-hmm. talk about bunkers, and I realized there's somebody else in the world that's excited <laughs> about bunkers, like I am. Yeah, there are other people in the world, just like me, who want to dig a hole in the ground and... <laughs> who sometimes spend hours on end researching fashion like you can, bunkers. <laughs> you can actually get a fashion bunker for your backyard, but wait, there's, <laughs> there's more. more! And this is why I brought this story today, because I read this article all about... A survival condo. This is like the bunker of all bunkers. It's an old Atlas missile silo that has been turned into luxury condos, and it is absurd it's and insane. Crazy town. The level of stuff that's available. Um, if you should choose to put three million dollars, or there are various prices, and they're not all still available. It looks like the most expensive one right now is about two point four million. You can get like a full floor unit. Um, half floors go for about a million two, and then there's a hotel unit or two that are for half a mil. This is north of Wichita, so it's literally in the middle of nowhere. And I was going through this, and I thought to myself, okay, tell me what I'm going to get, because I do believe at some point in my future I'm going to be living subterraneanly, because if 2020 has taught us anything, it's, expect it's the worst. Anything is possible. <laughs> anything right! is possible. Yay! Yay! So, um, yeah, I spent a lot of time going through this, and it literally has everything you could want in a bunker uh, experience. Okay, I have so many questions, and and you'll have zero answers. But let's just really quickly talk about, like, how many people this bunker can hold. Well, I can, t- here, I can give you some stats. How about yeah, that? Yeah, that's so- what I want. I want the stats. Okay, so again, um, for those of you who, you know, got some money, uh, as I said, there are a number of um, condo units, and I think there's 12. I'm just trying to count, but I'm not going to bother with that. What I will tell you is that there's 20,000. It's broken up into individual condos. So think of like a giant tube in the ground Mm -hmm. that's basically a skyscraper that goes into the ground, right? So it's like a ground Um, scraper. Yes, it is a ground scraper. Um, so each level 
is a unit as you go down and down and down. And some of those levels are broken into two units. Um, and then as you continue to go down, there are other amenities that you will find. So in addition to the overall 20,000 square feet of floor space in this monolithic dome, um, there are all sorts of things like an indoor pool and spa, a complete workout facility, a custom theater, a bar, a lounge, a library, classroom, command and control center. It comes with its own military force that literally is just a bunch of people um, hanging out in camo with guns. Um, but I'm sure they know how to use them. There is a shooting range in this thing. Yeah, I mean, they are ready for all eventualities. Okay, so first of all, okay, so it's it holds 12 families, uh, up to 75 people. And um, and you said some of these units have already been scooped up by some people. And yeah, if you go to the, the actual real estate website, I think there's literally two, four, six units total that are left. Okay, so that's why I'm going to opt out of this bunker, because if you I'm going to be share. caught underground for five years with a group of people, I want to pick the people. Like, yeah. I don't want to show up at this joint. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't get to choose who you're stuck underground with for five years, because that's the other thing. This thing can be stocked uh, for people to survive for five years underground. And I, Oh, yeah. It, you will have enough food, water, electricity. You could live completely off anything. Actually, indefinitely in terms of the energy source and probably water, but food-wise, um, even, you know, assuming like the worst, you could make it five years um, and still eat delightful meals Apparently. in Cantina. They um, have a dog park. I mean, I wonder yeah. if Jim Baker owns one of these. See, again, like I said, if I'm going to do this, I want to be able to pick the people that are in so, my bunker. The only problem that I have with this is, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not going to, I would just make sure that I go to the gym when they're not there, you know, like, <laughs> kind of like I live my life right now. Like, I'll pick and choose where I go based on who's going to be. <laughs> Don't we all do that? Yeah. But I'm saying, like, I think you could kind of maneuver that. But ultimately, ideally, it would be nice to have your own self-contained system that didn't require other people. Although I think that in and of itself would also be a challenge, right? Like yes. not having any other human contact. I don't want no human contact. I just yeah. want the humans that I want contact with. You know mm. what I'm saying? And it's going to be tough, right? Because at some point you're going to want to vote somebody off the island, but you can't. And there is an indoor water park. There's a water slide. That is exciting to me. And honestly, I'm thinking to myself, why would you not have just spent this entire year there? Go underground. There's no virus there. Move about like everything's normal. Pretend. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That would be that would be a challenge. Although You're I already say that would be it. that would be fun to if you could do this for say like a month. Like I want to live in this thing for a month. What would this experience be like? Like you will close me in and barring some medical emergency, you cannot like I cannot leave. Like that would be a fun experience. This sounds like a reality show. In yeah, the making. Absolutely. I well, don't know. Do I'm, I'm very pro-bunker. Uh, I am too. I just... I, I would like to have a bunker attached to my house, though. Yes, that's what I... So I, that I, I can yeah. have all my housey things, and then if I need to scuttle into my bunker, I can do that. Yeah. The, this this would require a journey. This Although, although again, con economies of scale with a, 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 an experience this large, you can have hydroponic food gardens... You know, um, it is like exciting. You can just have so many different things that you wouldn't be able to have otherwise. It is exciting. Classrooms. 
And this is in Kansas? Yep, it's just north of Wichita, which if anybody knows, I mean, if you hop on 35, it'll take you about, oh gosh, Six what, and a half, 12 seven hours? hours? Oh what? no, it's going to take longer than that. Because mm-hmm. I think it's about eight hours to Kansas City, to isn't get it? To, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's about eight hours to Kansas City. So it's probably another two or three hours to get to Wichita. Okay, well. But anyway, moral of the story, it's in the middle of nowhere. Also. Um, and the walls are like anywhere from two and a half to nine feet thick. Yeah, I mean, you'll be protected. Yeah. That's for sure. But you got to have like $3 million, like right now. And there's association fees. Rude. Yeah, it's something like, what, 2000 a month? It's crazy town. It's Yeah. But there's an indoor pool, I, man. Okay. And a water slide. I love the things that excite access, you. A medical first aid but center. But will there be internet? That's my other question. Like, will <laughs> I mean, there be internet <laughs> when we're bad. in bunker life? You know? At exactly. that point, you're just grateful for the hole in the ground that you're in. Right? Like, if there's no internet, you're just, I mean, if there's no internet, you don't want to really be anywhere else. You try telling that to my three children. That's true. (laughs) When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to check in with a publicationship. They're called Volms. We'll tell you all about them after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, I want more Dolly for Christmas, too. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Hey. Um, let's up? check in with a publationship that we're fond of. What's a publationship? Uh, a publationship is a relationship for publicity purposes. And we're checking in on Volmes. What's Volmes? Volmes is Katie Holmes and Emilio Vitolo Jr. And you guys, we have not heard a lot out of Volmes lately, but we have this week, and oh, it's a good one. So I saw this article over at uh, the Daily Mail, and then I uh, perused over on social media. Katie Holmes, you guys, is very seasonally stylish right now, kicking off the holiday season. Always. Festive stop. Nice. She did a festive stop by Bo Emilio Vitolo Jr.'s restaurant. Wow. So she went to his restaurant Mm -hmm. in New York City, actually his father's restaurant. Um, Anyway, it's uh, she took a photo of the Christmas tree and said. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. And then there's like a random capital T and a box. I I think it's because (laughs) she had the music playing from that song. And you know when you attach a song to your story, you can have the lyrics spelled out. And I think that that's that. Anyway, she tagged the restaurant, tagged um, the father. Or I should say tagged uh, the father and Emilio Vitolo Jr. And so I thought, like, okay, free publicity for your boyfriend's restaurant. Merry Christmas. But wait. There's there's more. more. Buried within this article is also a photo shoot. And I could not, for the life of me, figure out where or what this photo shoot is for. Other than to somehow indicate that Katie Holmes is really getting into the holiday spirit. (laughs) In her apartment, in her Naga Hyde pants, what? her Naga Hyde bell bottoms, whatever those are, I don't know, leather bell bottoms, th- those just look really uncomfortable and sweaty, and I don't understand. Yeah, they but don't breathe. Mm-mm. That does not breathe. What do they call them in this article? Uh, they say her jeans. Those are not those jeans. Those are jeans. Wait, high-waisted leather trousers. Sounds delightful. Anyway. Burnt so orange, high-waisted this- leather trousers. So then we're treated to this wonderful uh, cavalcade of holiday photos where Katie Holmes is just hanging out in the kitchen and hanging out at her house, pouring some Malone. Is it Maloney? Sure. I don't know what wine this is, but it was a wine Naomi? that keeps getting mentioned. Mayomi. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... Who's Naomi? I don't know. That's the name of the label, or on the label of the wine, which tells us what? Well, it's SponCon, but that's why I wondered if... Is that what you were saying? Yeah. If there was like a connection to her or like somebody in her life that owns the Naomi? Anyway, for another day. So she's pouring a glass of that Naomi wine, right? And then, um, and she's like standing by the Naomi wine, and there's also some cupcakes. And oh, she's looking, listening to records with her Naomi wine. Okay, so this is just one big commercial for Naomi wine. But here's the thing that put me into outer space. Oh, okay. Ooh. There is a photo um, of her in her kitchen. I want you to scroll down. She's wearing a denim top. She's putting sprinkles on a cupcake. Yeah. Like a red velvet mm-hmm. cupcake, yeah. Can you please describe the cupcake for me? I mean, it's aggressive. Like, it's got a small <laughs> bottom and a real pancakey top. It looks like a mushroom. <laughs> it does. And then and then look at the vanilla cupcakes next to it. Aww. Those are normal. Like, it just <laughs> looks like really sad like her so cupcakes look real really sad bizarre. and then look at the photos so of her bizarre. like icing her cupcakes as she's doing her mayomi photo shoot you know pouring her wine like is the me- is the message here get drunk on some mayomi and throw some cupcakes together yeah apparently it's so bizarre it's just who puts uh, rosemary so on many... a cupcake? That's my other question. Is it just for fashion? Because that doesn't seem like it would taste good. That is one of the options for toppings. Yeah. Also, also yeah, the rosemary. There's some brown things. Chips. Butter, butterscotch <laughs> chips. Licorice. I thought there were chickpeas at first. Well, wouldn't surprise us. I know. Pieces, maybe. Ugh. Yeah. But, um, so she, but then please look at the caption, or not the caption, the photo credit. Do you see that? In the lower left-hand corner, Jesse Bauer star, star tracks, tracks photo. photo. That means isn't that just like a paparazzi? So she had a paparazzi over to take some Naomi wine I mean, photos while she made cupcakes. How sad is this? I really feel like I was not prepared for all of the stuff I was going to have to research in this moment because <laughs> I'm also working on. Uh, thank you for asking. Figuring out what her relationship is with Naomi Wines. Yeah, I mean, not. I don't think it takes like a lot of extra thinking. Like, obviously, she's got some sort of sponsored content. Um, yeah, like she's partnered with them in the past. But what's this for? Also, okay, I gotta now. I gotta look up this website, StarTracksPhoto.com. And I can't get anything to come up. Okay. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So I'm spelling it wrong. Star. It, it, oh, I, I am. Yeah. I put a CK. Well, you don't seems, do that. It's, it's <laughs> there's no. We don't spell things correctly in Hollywood. We make up our own spelling. Yay! Star Trek. Well, mm-hmm. it Star seems Trek. like this is a whole genre of photographs that Star Trek photos will do for you because on November nineteenth. Vanessa Lachey is making holiday appetizers. She sure enough is. How exciting oh, well, This is one of their packages. And she's uh, doing something with maybe cans of cream corn. And on November 19th, <laughs> Ashley Simpson Ross and Evan Ross uh, are on a date at Applebee's. After That's their first date after their baby Ziggy arrived. Oh also, my gosh, Pope, these are awesome. Lala Anthony's at Pope Target. Franc- Pope Francis celebrates Mass <laughs> on the oh occasion of the Christ the King festivity. He doesn't look like he's having a good time. <laughs> on November for- 10th, Kat Sadler arriving for a Zoom meeting. The thing about arriving Brooke for Burke Zoom meetings. Brooke 28-day quarantine challenge. Oh my gosh. A maskless Gary Busey buying magazines no. with an asthma inhaler <laughs> in his hand. <laughs> That's what it says. Oh, my word. Kristen Takeman all smiles after scoring toilet paper at the supermarket. Rachel Hunter shopping Ex- for And it's Duh. also listed, by the way, an exclusive. Yeah, so this is, I'm here for this. Oh, lovely. So this is the photo service of Spawncom paparazzi opportunities Clearly. everywhere. Clearly. But, like, like, did she call, like, so she called him and said, you, because also, this is not just somebody caught her doing these things. They, no. like, full on went into her home to take these photos. And that's, like, this, that's the gig with this thing. September 23rd, Candace Cameron Bure taking a snack break during a hike, and it's meant to look like she got caught eating her tuna creations or whatever she's eating. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's just snacking on tuna out of a bag. I know. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities... Oh, it's just me eating my tuna creations. Behaving badly. We call them D-bags after this. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to call them out on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer hi hey and uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly that name is Deberg. presenting lord and lady douchebag of the day oh we got a little goop showing up Gooper to the scoopers. Why? Because Gwyneth Paltrow is telling us how we can have great skin. And I just want to tell you, um, this is dumb uh, for a number of reasons, but chiefly the one thing I wanted to go at her and I'll tell you what her um, secrets are in just a moment. She has eight. Number um, five on the list is dumb. Okay. She has eight ways you can get good skin. Yeah. And number five is dumb. How to have secrets. And and what she's doing is like, I do all these things, but I want you to know I'm not perfect. I do a lot of peels and things, and I spend a lot of money. $200 microderm goop glow instant glow exfoliator. I do all that. Goop jeans, all-in-one nourishing facial cream. Give me $200. Blah, blah, blah. 15% off. So she's trying to sell us all of her junk. $72. But wait, there's there's more. more. Because... 
if you're just easygoing and like totally normal like she is, you can also do these other things. And number five on the list I said was dumb. Here it is. <clears throat> Nightly Japanese whiskey. What? Yeah, she uh, throws back a fifth of, okay, not a fifth. She throws back oh my gosh. a wow. glass of Japanese whiskey every night. That is the secret to beautiful um, skin. Excuse me. Pardon me? Okay, can I get you some evidence on this? Whiskey. <laughs> huh? Seriously, can I get some evidence on this? What do you mean? Like, like, what is it? Like, what magical property in the whiskey is it that goes no, no, directly no, 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 to her skin? No, 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 what? No, no, no. What? See, what you're doing right now is the the fatal mistake that people will make. I'm gonna die there from is this. No, yes. Oh. <laughs> there is no rhyme or reason. It is just her attempt to re to seem relatable. Like, again, I'm just like everybody else. I exercise. I have regular sex. I dedicate a, a skincare regime. I predominantly eat a whole foods diet. Oh, okay. I dunk my face in ice water. I drink Japanese whiskey every night. Ha <laughs> ha, because I'm just normal. What she's trying to do is seem relatable in a way that nobody is relating to. Like, I think what she's trying to do is be like, yeah, I drink. Like, I'm not like a totally pure person. Just right. like she has a ciggy every week. One ciggy. One. Lies. Yeah. You know that not she has true. one carton of Hashtag ciggies. Hashtag nothing is real and everyone smokes, even Gwyneth <laughs> Paltrow. Thank you. And she'll be like, yeah, like I dunk my face in ice water because that's free. That's and what Joan Crawford Joan Crawford used Who to do that, oh gosh, that at just, the beginning of Mommy Dear. Nothing yeah. sounds more unpleasant. It's supposed to make it tight. I mean, I get it. I understand. Like, actually, I understand the science behind that. What I don't understand the science behind is like downing Japanese whiskey. And why is it got to be like, why is it got to be fancy whiskey? Yeah, because again, because she can't help herself. Right. Am I right. Yeah. So in addition to all that unrelatable uh, stuff, she wants you to know that Japanese whiskey goes along with her routine. That also includes paraben free beauty products. That's like a whole thing. Does she have some to sell you? Probably. From her own line? Quote, I don't, I certainly don't eat clean for every meal. I love French fries and Japanese whiskey. But I do find the whole foods are transformative and um, give me good skin. But I don't understand. So you can have like the Japanese whiskey and the French fries. But as long as you have some healthy food in there, your skin will be fine. I'm so confused. Like, that's why it's just so goopy, right? Like, yeah. maybe you were just born with great skin, Gwyneth, and you, you bathe your face, which is what really most people say you should do. I mean, a good diet, obviously, if you're eating junk food 24-7, that could have an effect on your skin. But for most people, like, most people eat some good food and some bad food. Right, and you could eat health food all the time and still have bad skin like this is what okay this is akin to you know this always happens um somebody makes it to the ripe old age of 113 years old yeah. and uh the local you know news station shows up at the home and sits you know sidles up next to the old the bitty old lady and says to her what's your secret to a long life and she always has an answer and Oftentimes, it's literally just what their routine was. Like, every morning, I eat one egg yogurt. over medium, a side of yogurt, 
and a and shot have some bacon. and a shot of Jack Daniels. You know what I mean? Like there's always something <laughs> and be like, funky Jack in the Daniels middle of all that. Jack Daniels is the secret to yeah. a long life. And, no, and the she's truth got is like, jeans. no, she just likes she just likes to wake up and toss back some Jack. Like there's nothing about that that is her secret to a long life. That's just yeah. what she do. Yeah, and and genetics probably has more to do with that than anything. Not that you can't, it's again, don't mistake what we're saying. It's not that you can't eat healthy, you can't be healthy, and that's going to have a positive outcome. It's that she's trying to be ultra relatable in a way that is not really all that relatable. When I was like, I want to say, I was probably like 10, maybe eight, nine or t- nine, probably 10. I was probably 10 years old. Uh, and Sybil Shepherd did an interview where I think it was with Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters asked her like what her secret to her beauty was. And she said she drank an eight ounce glass of water before bed every night. And what do you think a young Colleen Lindstrom did? Drank eight then? ounce of water every night. Every night. Because I was like, if I want to look beautiful like Sybil Shepherd, yeah. that's what she does. And We've... imagine my shock and awe when I never turned out looking like Sybil Shepherd. Exactly. And many of us have looked in the mirror and said, what did I do wrong? Yes. And you didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. You're just... you're not. You're just a troll. You're never going to look. God, God like just Sybil can't change ugly. <laughs> I mean, but my point is eight ounces of water, Japanese it's whiskey, not do it. all it's of not its crap. It. Just live your life and be <laughs> You troll. You, you just admit that we're troll. all just a big troll. And then just be good with it. Like, just get good Family. with your troll self. Yeah. Oh, okay? I'm fine. I'm, I'm there. Yes. I am, I, 2020 has taught me to be fine with my inner <laughs> troll. I have let it all go. I mean, I, I barely have teeth at this point. <laughs> You just I have mean, that one tooth in the front that you used to open cans. It's so fine. And we've learned to all be you okay need is one, two. right? We, I mean, we actually I have a blender. appreciate it. Okay. Makes my f- dinner a lot easier. Oh, do you want to know who my D-bag is? <laughs> my God, can you imagine, really quickly, can you just imagine the poor audience? They think we look like, you know... Trolls? Yeah, okay. Anyway, who's your D-bag? <laughs> Hollywood. What? All of Hollywood. Did you hear about... This is like the big dust-up that... Yes, the big dust-up that happened yesterday having to do with Union Station in L.A., um, no. Okay, so that is a testing site. That's a COVID testing site. Oh, sure. Uh, and about 500 people were lined up, actually were had appointments, I should say, yesterday for uh, their COVID tests. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, 504 Los Angeles. That's a lot of people. Residents were scheduled to have a test there yesterday. And they were like, oh, hey, hold on a second. JK... We have to shut this down because we have a movie that's scheduled to film here. And so if you were scheduled for your COVID test, yeah, you just can't like have that because we're shooting a movie now. What? I know. So and by the way, the movie and this is the other thing that makes the whole thing a D-bag is the remake of She's All That. Only the script is flipped. It's he's all that. Ah, clever. Oh my gosh! This was a Miramax film that had been a, apparently a film, previously by the way, granted where a is permit. Where is this going to be airing? <laughs> right, exactly. 
Um, they had originally previously been granted a permit to film at Union Station on Tuesday. Uh, and there was like there was all this like bureaucratic red tape situation where wires got crossed. Anyway, they figured it out and people that like they but they narrowly missed like they made some people real angry and then they moved some stuff around and made it and like made it possible for people to still get their tests. But this is my problem right now with Hollywood. This is just a horrible, horrible um, image. Well, and to me, it is like exactly the image that serves up what the problem is right now in Hollywood. Which, Which is, is that there's different rules for that, them. Yeah, that yeah. the people who are making the movies, the people who are, you know, the celebrities have a whole different, like, group of rules that they're operating under. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the people who, by the way, some of whom probably have an active virus and, you know, need to know so that they don't mix in society... Uh, were there, were trying to be scheduled to have their appointments, and they were like, oh, sorry, we're shooting a movie. You can come back later for that COVID test. It just is so exactly what's wrong with the world we live in. And to that end, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, a little more where that came from, I want to talk about the Oscars, because they are being very bold in uh, announcing how they plan to go about the next uh, Oscars telecast in 2021. And again, I just think it's symptomatic of a larger problem of how Hollywood views itself in the middle of this pandemic. We'll be back after that. this with my rant my on up. that on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, and you know how I just ranted about Hollywood has their own rules, especially when it comes to uh, their behavior around COVID? Yeah. Uh, I got another story about that. Okay. And okay. okay, at first blush, you're going to be like, what's the big deal? Um, so the story is that the Oscars, uh, have said exclusively, uh, to Variety, there will be no virtual Oscars. The Oscars in-person telecast will happen. And this is a rep from the Academy, uh, at, uh, and ABC that told Variety exclusively. And this is in response to the fact that, of course, last year, this in the year 2020, all of our mm-hmm. award shows have been mostly virtual. Um, but the Academy is saying, no, Siri Bob, 2021, uh, this will be an in-person Oscars. Mark their words. Now, like I said, at first blush, you think, well, great. Like, how optimistic. Yay. Right? Mm-hmm. But I think my problem is, like, nobody knows what is coming nobody knows that for sure by april 25th 2021 Mm -hmm. that this will be a safe way for us all to gather right like we don't know what kind of regulations will be under we don't we don't have any way of knowing it is one thing to say we would like to plan to have an in-person oscars in april of 2021 that is our goal we are planning toward that. It is quite another to, to just say, no, it's going to be in person. We're doing it. Get good with it. And again, it just speaks to me about how 
the rules for Hollywood have always been a little bit different than the rest of the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure why they needed to tell everybody that they're committed to doing this. I do think it's interesting that they're pushing it back two months to the end of April, um, which I'm sure is for a number of reasons. But one is that, you know, hopefully by then, fingers crossed, there will be a widely distributed um, vaccine. The majority of Americans or will be well on our way to the majority of Americans being vaccinated at that at that point. And I would imagine if that's not the case, that they wouldn't be afraid to pull back. I'm just curious what the need. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To sort of alert people to that fact now, other than the fact that they were going to push back the date because people probably need to plan that accordingly. Um, and also, it it's we don't really know what that... Ver- what that um, in-person telecast is going to look like no and actually right they, like they did say that they've been to the dolby theater and they've you know done a walkabout there uh and they have multiple ideas of how they would pull this off but yeah. i would say ideas in december of 2020 d- without knowing what april of 2021 is going to look like yeah Oh, for sure. Again, it's a gamble, it seems like, and I'm not so sure why they needed to tell people in December of 2020 that they're going to be doing this or that um, they are so committed to it being in person. I mean, at this point, I just feel like if you're not doing it before June, you might as well just plan on either not doing it or not doing it the way you did it last year. So it'll be interesting to see what it looks like. I don't I feel like if 2020 has taught us anything, I feel like we need less hoo-hahs in the form of uh award shows and like maybe you can do something hybrid like what was the one where they had the people in the studio like sort of hosting the thing that was the emmys the emmys yeah Yeah. yes yeah well it was the emmys right that was um jimmy kimmel uh yes the one that jimmy kimmel hosted i get my jimmy's mixed up so um yeah to that end it seems like you could do something sort of in a hybrid way. I don't think there's going to be a, you know, you're not going to see a typical Academy Awards show, right? Like, even if most everybody is vaccinated at that point, it's just, I just feel like we're not headed back in that direction for a full year, if ever. Right. It was just sort of this, like, interesting, I I think that, I don't know, like, part of me thinks, okay, great, like an expression of hope, right? That, that the Academy is so sure that we will be in such a better place that they will that they will be able to guarantee an in-person ceremony. I just don't know that that's where I hang my hope is on, you know, in-person Oscars. I will say the other thing I find kind of interesting is that they not only delayed the telecast to the end of April, but they also extended the eligibility timeline from December mm-hmm. 31st to February 28th of 2021. And then they've also, you know, allowed inclusion of films that premiere on streaming platforms to qualify for submission. So they have like adjusted the regulations around what qualifies for this season of the Oscars, which then makes me wonder how they're going to will they then truncate the period next year? Mm -hmm. You know, how will they adjust for that? 
Um, so they have made some adjustments, right, due to COVID, because they have to. I also imagine that a lot of nominees won't go. Like, I mean, you know, there's some that'll feel totally fine, you know, going and wanting to be there on the red carpet. And then there are some who will just be like, yeah, I'm going to. You'll have a lot of video shots, I imagine, from, you know, Zoom. Right? I, I I don't know. I don't know why this. Well, I do know why this. It, I, this just rubbed me the wrong way because it felt like so much so soon. And again, you know, we've we've drawn attention to the place where we are right now. Like nationally, there are various versions of um, I don't even like the term lockdowns, but like, you know, we've been we've got restrictions um, across the country, different mm-hmm. types of restrictions in different areas, depending on you know, where you are in the surge of the virus, et cetera. And it's like, once again, and maybe it's coupled with that last story that I talked about, about the um, movie production that threatened to shut down a testing area because they had already earmarked it for this remake of a movie nobody needed a remake for. Um, It's just that feeling of celebrities and Hollywood having a whole different reality when it comes to how COVID is affecting us. It's not just celebrities in Hollywood. It's like industries left and right. I mean, there are so many different people who, you know, the rules seem very different depending on where you are, which is, which is particularly frustrating. It is Especially if you're in a position where you're not able to experience some of the things other people are. Right. You no, know, and that's totally I think that's totally reasonable. I think it's very reasonable for people to be frustrated about that. Um and maybe to demand different behavior, which is why, you know, I'm sure a lot of people went after the mayor of LA for uh rerouting 500 people from getting their test. I mean, that seems ludicrous. Like, right? But I but I would add to <laughs> that so many other things, but that's probably because of my own bias. Like I, you know, the things that are allowed to go on. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Right? But, oh, we're doing that, apparently. Mm-hmm. I do want to remind you that there are four other televised uh, ceremonies that lead up to the Oscars. There's the Golden Globes, which will be happening on February 28th. And we don't have any... I mean, I don't think we've gotten any word from the Globes how they intend... And that's this is the other thing I find fascinating. Like, the Golden Globes haven't said anything about how they'll manage their telecast that we know of, Right. The Critics' Choice Awards are on March 7th, the SAG Awards March 14th, and then the BAFTA Awards April 11th. And then we'll get the um, the Oscar Awards at the end of all of those. Well, apparently back um, in the summer, I'm just looking at this article that you posted, back in the summer, actually, the, H- uh, the HFPA, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, said that the Globes will be um, airing live from the Beverly Hilton uh, in Beverly Hills with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. What that, you know, if it's just them, I don't know. Right, like how that's going to look. I mean, they mm-hmm. may be doing it from that um, that that theater, but they may not all be in person. Yeah. And, and again, how's that going to look? A lot of it's up in the air, I imagine. I, well, and you know, if you're planning on anything at this point, like I, anytime somebody's like, what do you feel about this? And I'm like, yeah, I sure. Know. Just know that probably it could totally not happen. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. I had a conversation like, with a group all of bets people. Are off. I was in a board meeting uh, last night where we were talking about uh, an event that we've got coming up in um, usually like in March that we do this, March, April. And, you know, the conversation was like, well, let's plan like we're going to be able to do it until we know for sure we're not. And then we'll, you know, come up with the with the the other plans. 
But it's almost impossible to plan so far ahead right now because you have we have no idea where we're going. We have absolutely we have an idea of where we think we're going, but how we're going to get there and what that's going to look like is is going to reveal itself with time. And yeah. so um, you just have to be comfortable changing your plans at the last. Right. Minute. And so, so that's why I think also it just doesn't sit well with me to have this very like strident. This is how we're going to do things. Um, statement when we just don't know what's between us and then. Um, but you know what? Like, listen, I am like anybody. I am excited for a time when we can all kind of get back to some semblance of normal. And I'm curious about what that journey is going to look like. Well, if there's any award show that I'm going to pay attention to, it would be the Oscars probably. So other than the Golden Globe. Right? Because drunk people accepting awards. Like what's mm-hmm. better than that? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a question for you. What is the most festive holiday movie? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls. What is the most festive holiday movie? After- have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.